how much more detail could we find out about the the outer planets or like, yeah. you know I don't know. Turn I'm that, excited to see. Turn that baby around. Point it at yeah. yeah. Point it at Uranus. <laughs> which is getting a probe. <laughs> that's the other, that's the final that is, piece of space yeah. news, right? Yeah, that this was, is getting a probe. Yeah, this is getting a probe. We're about to turn the camera around. This episode of Eclipse on Tap is brought to you by Underberg, the German herbal digestive that is a very special after-dinner drink and served in more than 100 countries as a crowning finale to gourmet meals or hearty snacks. But what about after a flight of sour beers? Or stouts. Or stouts or bold beers. If you're looking for something after a large meal, maybe it's a festive meal, maybe it's 4th of July grilling, you're feeling a little bloated and a little groggy, Grab an Underberg to feel bright and alert. I'm going to grab one right now. Yes, sir. Cheers. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. Greetings. Episode 54. Might as well crack one. Yeah. Crack it. Let's hear it. This is a uh, generous... I showered myself a little. Hey, you know, it's an ecliptic brewing beer and... Shower yourself I away. I should. The uh, UPS man must have shook the box. Mm-hmm. I should have uh, read it before I opened it. This will be challenging. All right. Tonight, we've got a Moon Room series. I think, is this first Moon Room? Uh, second. Second, okay. Mm-hmm. Japanese-style rice lager. And the rundown is... This 2022 Ecliptic Brewing Moon Room series is our ode to all things lager beer. Brewed with rice for a light body and dry finish. This pale lager is a cri- is as crisp as it gets, or as, as crisp as it is delicate. Easy there, Chief. Uh, 4.8%. Nice and light. Yeah. Thank you, Ecliptic mm. Brewing. Sounds tasty. That was, that was, a, that was a good little uh, rundown there. A great rundown. A very full can. Very full. Thank you to Ecliptic Brewing in Portland, Oregon for yet another generous donation. So generous. Every month, like clockwork, never let us down. Rice-style lager. Cheers. I wonder if it's uh, gluten-free since it's uh, rice-based. Yes, I think it would be. Wouldn't it? Yeah. For those who are gluten-sensitive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. For our gluten intolerant friends. All right, cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Mmm. Mmm. Very good. You could put those down all day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good day drinking beer. Very good day day drinking beer. Something on the beach. So it's not. I mean, it's it's below average. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, easy drinking. You could put a few of these down, no doubt. Cheers. Cheers. Very, yeah. very, very good. Thanks, very guys. Good. <clears throat> and so Moon Room. They've, they've, uh, yeah. they've been active on the media. Very active. They um, are putting out a lot of beers, and I think they're specializing in majority lagers, light beers, things like this. Japanese-style yeah. yeah. rice lager. 
Um, the other one that we get have from them for this month is also, I think it's the same beer, but it's got something, you know, added. So a special, is it orange peel or something? Um, I don't know. Something no, we'll get to second half. Like raspberry. Second half. That's a raspberry. tease. Something. That's yeah. a tease right there. That's a tease. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, episode 54, the month of May, the tail half of the month, right before Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Looking forward to that. That'll be a fun time. Uh, we're headed up north to Merlin Hoot. It's been an action-packed month. It has. It has. Sorry, been. I didn't mean to cut you yeah, off. No, but you're good. Yeah, we're heading up to Merlin Hoot. We thought about recording up there. We did. Yeah, we you considered it. Um, I don't have much to bring up there, so one thing that I should pack is the telescope. Yes, that would be cool. Could do that. I was so thinking about just storing it there. I mean... Yeah. Do you see much sky gonna, from, from the front? What, we're going to have to go out on the road. Okay. Um, you can see direct overhead, but you can't... There's not much surrounding it area. would be kind of yeah. yeah your view would be all dissected by trees you have yeah. to hope that uh like jupiter's right above you maybe right right, but, right. yeah but yeah. i think on the road you'd be able to see a fair amount but my my thought is there's it's always going to be better viewing up there because there's so much less light pollution mm. mm-hmm. so why not just keep the telescope there yeah it's going to yeah. be your because if we're spot. here you guys have telescopes my dad does mm-hmm I, I don't have to have mine. Yep. What we could do is we could take it to the top of the ski hill. Ooh. That's an idea. That is Matt an and idea. I rode up to the top Ooh, last okay. weekend. <laughs> it's steep. <laughs> I was <laughs> glad I had that like 52 tooth on the back. Yeah, he has, Nathan's riding his um, yeah. dinner plate uh, gear. And mine, my gear was probably like the size of like two or two of yours up or one of yeah. yours up, right? Yeah. And uh, your, your front ring was it, smaller. But yeah, that's true. I have like literally like. It's like a dinner plate on the back. It's yeah, massive. That's what it's mine's perfect like. for mountains. I mean, it was like pedaling wasn't the challenge for me. The challenge was keeping my front tire down. It was that steep. It was yeah. insane. Really? Yeah. You're, so that area where um, if you're fami- for the audience listening, it's Shush Mountain up in Bel Air. And if you're familiar, the pink lift where you went off to do uh, skate skiing mm-hmm. onto the loop. Yeah. So we started on the trail that's that you were That's on. where you start. Oh, okay. And then immediately probably what? It wasn't that far. It was 400 like, meters. Yeah. Make a right. And yeah. there's a little footpath because all and the it's, way. It's oh, paved really? all the way to the top, but it's like I wouldn't want to have to ride down it. I'll no. put it that way. Like we were fortunate, we found a different way out. Yeah. Got into the neighborhood because I'm I'm telling you, like literally, I couldn't get out of the saddle because I had to just focus on pushing weight down on the front wheel. It oh, yeah. felt so like twenty five percent or thirty on the paved part. I, mm-hmm. I would bet yeah. that one section where you had to stop. Yeah, I couldn't. It was thirty percent. I could not pedal. Yeah, it was yeah. impossible because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't stand up. It's too steep. You'd fall back. It was wild. It'll be but, good ice uh, man training. Yeah, we made it up and at the top of Shush Mountain, beautiful view, very cool view in the spring. Like when yeah. there's no snow, there's fresh grass, everything's so green. Well, you feel like yeah. you're in Think about the it, Lord like, of the Rings. The, the way that we took down, we could easily drive a car to the top there. And I've got a dolly up there, so we could wheel yeah. it out on the top of the hill. Because there's that uh, two-track. It reminded me of uh, your wedding at yeah. the top of Crystal. There was that yeah. dirt road that went up that you're like, oh, I never knew this was here. And then in the summer... Guys, that, I think that's a plan. Like, we, yeah. we drive to that spot because it just kind of, it's like a dead-end road. Yeah. And then we just bring the dolly with us, pull the telescope up to the top of the hill Boom. this that, weekend. Up a 25% grade? No, 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 no. you drive this is, up. This, like, you drive up a, yeah. like a shallow grade. It would just yeah. be the last. But it gets you to the top. <laughs> Say, I don't know if I'm up for that. <laughs> no. It would be the <laughs> last, like, hey, little, guys, little tiny pull, bit. Pull my 100-pound telescope up to the <laughs> top of the hill. Yeah. Hey, it maybe would, it'd it, be worth it. It probably would be, honestly. 
Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, so Memorial Day weekend, a little night sky viewing, and uh, it'll be a blast. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, busy, action-packed. We can, did consider the recording up there, and then kind of we were like, eh. The only downside is we are so action-packed. We're going to do, do all the sorts of stuff outside and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, we didn't want to have to feel like worried about doing that. So we're doing it here now. Yeah. Episode 54. At the uh, pub. Pub 39A. Yep. Yeah. We... I'm just going to throw this in there. We we did create a pretty sweet trail last we did. weekend. Yes, it is on our social media. Totally now. off topic, but yeah. it's a sweet trail. It's on topic of uh, this weekend, really. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, And, and it's kind of on topic because we named it Merlin's Umbra. Umbra, yes. As, and as in Merlin's shadow. Merlin's shadow because it shadows the house. Yeah. It's perfect. It's a perfect name. And um, it is on our social medias, which we... We're very Gen Z. We now have a TikTok. <laughs> I, oh, we, I don't know what I didn't the hear TikTok about this. is, but we it. got one. I just made it. Um, when I when I was up at Merlin Hoot this last weekend, we're building the trail, and I we were just taking videos of the of that. And the one thing that TikTok, for all the shit out there on TikTok, there's a lot. Yeah, there's the stuff that is good is like that much better than any other platform. Yeah, as far as how it communicates things, like. Cause it's got the video and you can add the text and all this and you could just post. It's almost like an Instagram story. You know, you're just posting like random shit on there. It doesn't yeah. have to be like as, but it's well, all here's video. A post. It's all video. Yeah. So and we take um, the, the best of the EOT recording here and we throw yeah. it on the Tic Tac. Exactly. So I was, I just posted our little clips from the last episode. Officially episode it's known as Tic Tac on this show too. It is. Yeah. Tic Tac. Yeah. Follow yeah. us on Tic Tac, but okay. it is, um, got, it's crazy. It is the platform I posted what five, I think six video five or six videos and they have an accrued number of views or sorry altogether number of views of over like 7,000 serious and I created it last days. weekend last this last week three to four four days ago Jeez. yeah there's a lot of eyes on on tic tac man yeah it's uh it was interesting to see some people a lot of likes a lot of like probably a couple hundred likes how really? does it I just um, it's interesting like how pe- that many people see it if they don't follow you technically it's not yeah, that's, maybe it's not the same you know how like Instagram I, I hate to interrupt the, the yeah. story but can I get the beer yes thank you on Instagram you've got the magnifying glass yeah. and it gets you into your like explore mode uh, that's like when you just first open TikTok it's just like a random video mm. and it, it the algorithm starts to align with your preferences like your viewing preferences so if you watch like you know, my personal one is like, I, it's all like mountain biking videos, skiing stuff, you know, whatever, um, space stuff. Cause that's what I'm eventually like honing my views in. So people, you have a personal one it. or you I do. Just, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't post to it, but I have it just for yeah. flipping through. Yeah. And, um, that's, what's nice about it though, is it there for, like I said, there's a lot of shit on there. There's a lot of Gen Z kids dancing to stupid music. That's just this dumb, yeah. but it diverts you to what you want. And, um, so the people that have been commenting and liking our space and bike people. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so yeah, TikTok. Actually, I think the whole genesis of us talking about TikTok was because we had that stupid song stuck, stuck in our head last weekend. Yes, it was. Money don't jiggle, jiggle. It, it folds. <laughs> Which is a viral it was audio like a, yeah, it, was, on it came TikTok. from TikTok, yeah. Hmm. So that got us talking and then. I think I'd mentioned it to you too. I was like thinking about creating one. Yeah. But the, the point being is that we posted quite a few videos um, of Merlin's Umbra. 
yes. the trail that surrounds Merlin Hoot, the uh, kind of EOT North location. And wow, is this trail cool? It is. It's hard as balls. I have to yeah. ride it for the first time this You're weekend. Gonna, oh man, it, I think no. you'll you really enjoy lead, it. Lead the way then. It's um, take the lead first lap. Do I really? Yeah. The front. The front half is got you so much D's. Oh yeah. There's a little hip, like a little like tree stump. You can kind of get some air if you want, and then it flows down, loops you around, and then you go down a pretty decent hill. Yeah. And we built this Burmed big berm. We, like, we had to excavate like five feet of dirt because it was it was like an off-camber corner, and we turned it into a bermed-out corner. Yeah, like we the joke is was that left-hander. Yeah. yeah. The Along joke the was tree stump. Yeah. Like the way that Mother Nature designed that area of the forest, <laughs> the the pile of dirt, the corner was on the left, and we just like picked up that and like moved it to the right to burn it <laughs> to yeah. burn it and uh it worked out and then you've gone downhill though and the only way to get back to the property is straight up, up. so we just there, it's, switch switch, back it's it. hard it's yeah. just like it's, left right left right it's very hard uh i did an hour of it and it was probably 47 or no 63 laps or something wasn't yeah because it? it's like 0.15 miles <laughs> per lap i did it for a full hour and i had like almost a thousand feet of climbing <laughs> Six thousand feet of climbing. <laughs> on well, I mean, still on point one five miles. For six, yeah, six yeah. miles. You so got a thousand was, feet of climbing. So I rode for an hour, and in that hour, going decent, not hard, but like riding. Yeah, you were. I, I you was were in my kit. Yeah, you took a couple stops, like to. I paused it, you know, grabbed a sip of my beer, but um, but yeah, it was probably it was exactly an hour, six point eight, six point nine two miles, and almost a thousand feet of climbing. Wow, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Melon's Umbra. But we got it. Okay. I mean, oh, we started oh. getting it kind of broken in. I think like the rain this week's going to help it. Oh, and yeah. then if all three of us are ripping around it, I mean, between you and I, we probably did over a hundred laps oh, yeah. last yeah. weekend. Yep. And if all three of us do it, yeah, it just it'll, get, it'll get nice and broken yeah. in. And I think like we talked about the bottom of that, hit, that bermed out corner mm-hmm. where we excavated mother earth <laughs> corner. Um, that when it's broken in, you're going to carry a lot more speed yes. into the uphill. Yes. So we're going to yeah, because you you get to sling it. You, you're slinging the bev. <laughs> you go to the top, you get slung some bevs. Yeah. You go to the bottom, you sling around. But we had burn. it was so funny because we had or not funny but cool. We had the lights on, so you go under the lights, past the fire on the driveway, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, you go back into the woods. I got to bring so my light fun. again because it'd be fun to do it in the dark. It would be. Yeah. It, it, it's, I got uh, my headlamp. I'll bring that. Yeah. And it's, the kids think it was fun for just hiking. Yeah. It's a great trail to hike because you still have that little bit of elevation where obviously it's easier to hike up than it is to ride a bike, but it's still tough enough where you feel yeah. like accomplished when you like the kids, you know, they did a lap and they were like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, Went yeah. for a big yeah. hike at Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. It feels bigger than it is. Yeah. And so that's uh, that was fun. So Merlin's Umbra, though, named after the um, the Umbra. This is a good segue. Umbra, of course, the shadow of the moon being cast down onto Earth during a total solar eclipse. But there's it's also in a lunar too, right? So the Earth shadow cast down upon the moon. Yeah. Um, that's a good segue because talking eclipses, I have to shout out that solar eclipse timer, gentlemen. On oh Twitter. yeah. This yeah. is a, so there's a there's a guy. Um, I will pull up his handle while I'm talking. If I can, I can't remember. I think it's Solar Eclipse Timer is his handle on social media. Just a doctor uh, down in Alabama that's really into eclipses. Yeah, the kind of guy who um, 
essentially is the ultimate eclipse chaser. Our kind of guy. Yeah. The kind of guy that um, is dedicated to the, to the craft. And he has written a book in which he's given us a free copy. Oh, has he? Oh, really? That's right. He, it's you digital. Told me. It's an e-book. Um, but yeah. yeah. You told me uh, he was kind of chatting with you a little bit. He was. Yeah. So he um, has actually, I, I've noticed him on social media, like, you know, maybe liking or commenting on something we've posted for, for years. Uh, somebody who definitely, during that time of, ecli- of 2017, you know, that was the first North American eclipse in quite some time. And as a result, there was a lot of stuff that came of it and like our podcast, his passion for building a website and writing a book all came because of 2017. And so I was like, that's pretty cool that he's that dedicated. And his ebook is about how to prepare for 2024. Oh, so it's very strategic potential guest. Yes. Yes. Um, he knows his stuff. The book is massive. Uh, it's an ebook, so it's on you know PDF or you can mm-hmm. download it to your Kindle. I think. I wonder but if it's audio. Does he have a copy? With I don't think so. Okay. Does he have a copy that's uh, narrated by anybody? <laughs> by him? Yeah, <laughs> by him. I don't believe he does, because uh, it's very, it's almost textbook like, and I'm saying that in in all due respect, like it's that detailed, but yeah. it's it's also that detailed, <laughs> which is so it's awesome. fantastic. If yeah. you are. If it's going to be your first eclipse, uh, I, I would recommend going and checking that out. So I, I, I will post a link in some of our social media, but if you follow him on Twitter at Solar Eclipse Timer uh, or search Solar Eclipse Timer on any social media, you'll find him. And his website has the link to the book. I think it's $7, $7.99 or something. Right. So it's cheap and it's um, like, wow, it is a, it's a great resource. He has diagrams yeah. and everything. Nice. Um, about, it's about travel to and fro like getting there planning accordingly like i got to get a copy for your dad because he that's right up his alley oh yeah um, yeah and i think that he'll enjoy it so so check it out cheers to him for uh, sharing us free yeah, copy thanks. that was very generous yeah um i'll have to see if i can i don't know if i can send the link or if i print it out or something um i i don't <laughs> well, know Well, you could yeah. print it at work yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's thousand pages yeah, <laughs> yeah. printed it. yeah exactly i was just thinking at work um but Chap- to have that would be very cool. Chapter 62, yeah. the Umbra. I guarantee, to close the loop on that segue, that he talks about Umbras in his book. <laughs> Probably with as much passion as oh, yeah. we do. Yeah, podcasts have started as an inspiration. Maybe. I have, I have not yet read it cover to cover. It could, yeah. could be. Very well. I wonder if he's a beer lover. I don't know. Uh, it would be nice to strike up a conversation with him at first... You know, just to be honest, uh, in the spirit of transparency to him, when he initially reached out, I think a couple of years ago or something, or it, it, the message he sent for whatever reason to me on Twitter, you know, there's all sorts of stuff on Twitter, bots, whatever. Yeah. I just kind of thought it, I didn't look at it as a serious and, you know, re- real individual. Um, and then eventually he, he kind of started up a, a bit more of a dialogue. I think it's because as a result of him finishing his book, he was excited to share it on Twitter, which is a you know prevalent community for space people, um, people that follow SpaceX rocket launches like diligently, yeah, very diligently. Um, there's people on there that moved to Boca Chica, Texas, just to live by Starbase, so they can what? So they can follow along. 
they're intense fan, that's fan extreme boys. extreme so that's yeah. so you get that super niche super extreme very passionate space audience on twitter for whatever reason yeah. and so i was like okay wow th- this, i get he's really you know trying to share something pretty special that he made so big cheers to him um and I'll shout, I'll shout out his name again, his actual name. Um, his name is Dr. <laughs> Solar E. Dot Clips Time. E as in Edward? It's a German. Clips Time. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Clips in Time. <laughs> uh, I, I'll have to find his real no name. No offense to our German listeners. Thank you. No uh, offense. No offense. <laughs> and thank you for the, uh, the book copy. That's awesome. We'll have to, yes. like you said, we'll have to print off three copies and bind them. Your, your homework binder. assignment is to read it before yeah. next episode. Oh. No, no, before twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it's. It's. I cannot imagine a better preparation guide. And there's nothing like that. That does not exist. Yeah. Maybe you. You probably find stuff on the internet. Maybe a website that has a a wiki how <laughs> how to properly view an eclipse. <laughs> how to. <laughs> Eclipse prep. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, ultimately, you'll find your way with his guide, for sure. I can guarantee that. We've had a lot, 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 lot. We've had a lot of other space news going on this month, too. Absolutely. It's been oh yeah, as action-packed as ever, and it, so much going on. It's been a roller coaster of a month for space news, mm-hmm. really. I mean, um, I think one of the biggest ones would just be um, the the... I guess the Pentagon releasing more info mm-hmm. on UFOs. Was it 4,500 like pages or something? So, yeah, I mean, that was That's a lot. That yeah. was like the one of the biggest parts of the month, I yeah. would think. That was pretty early yeah. on in the month, wasn't it? Yeah. At yeah. the kind of the front end. Yeah. Um, and they've released some of the videos. The one I saw was, I don't know if you guys saw this one, but it was from a military jet again. Okay. Um, and it appeared to be like a GoPro um, on the back of the guy behind him you know mm-hmm. so he was like taking a video mm-hmm. kind of a s- wide spectrum of like him flying this jet maybe it was a personal video maybe it was an actual military part of his plane whatever um but it he's flying along zooming at however fast and it, it's like when you're in an airplane and you're you see a plane go down below it flies by fast and yeah you, you can imagine with the speed of a tic-tac uh and the speed of the jet it would be even faster but because of the frame rate of the camera you can you they can pause it because there was like something like a little fleck that flew by and mm-hmm. so they paused it and it looks kind of like a tic tac <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's a little bit more round looking but it could have been coming and it's also very fast so you you never know at that point the camera lens is trying to keep up and it can it's like when you yeah take a video of a helicopter blade and it kind of looks like bent. Yeah. Or it's like going backwards or whatever. I didn't know they had released videos though. Yeah. 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 So that was, um, that was one that I saw. Uh, and there's a lot of criticism on it. Like anything. Um, there, there was a few of them. I feel like that were like that mm -hmm. where there was like something passing underneath that definitely wasn't a plane. Yeah. It was an, it was a UFO. Yeah. They, they, by, by definition, it's unidentified object in the air. What is it? AAV they call it or something now that they just doing their reporting or whatever, uh, it was probably flagged as something that was a little peculiar looking. There's a lot of criticism on that one video, people saying, oh, that's, you know, that was just a weather balloon. Like it it very well, maybe like, I'm not saying one side or the other, but it's still out of the ordinary. Yeah. And I'll have to look those up. Are they on YouTube? 
I think it was. I think it was. I was look. I was reading an article. I think posted by you know some news outlet, and uh, it was a link. And I and I click. I don't know if it went to the government website or 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 YouTube, but uh, it's on there. And it was an interesting video because it was the first time. It was the first one that was an actual real like or not real, but like normal vision camera, not okay. like a thermal yeah camera yeah. Um, Hold on, I forget it. Standard definition. Uh, yeah. Yep. HD. 4K. It's there. 4K? 4K. Um, and just the speed at which it w- seemed to be going by, you know, they paused it and yeah. got a lucky frame, I guess. But I just see a man talking. Yeah. And I can't fast forward. I think, yeah, that was the video. It was like a part of the uh, kind of like congressional hearing on it. Yeah. Okay. And so they, it was, uh, the video on YouTube, I think, is the actual whole presentation. All right. And the I'll guys, keep looking. yeah, keep, keep looking for it. But right. the guys looking, or the guys presenting, you know, maybe their department's findings or whatever to the rest of the Pentagon. And, and it's being released uh, as now declassified so that people can do what they want yeah. with it, I guess. I, w- I wonder, um, I just, as far as, the timing and everything from um, the beginning of this whole release period, I guess it's been a couple of years or so that they've been mm-hmm. releasing stuff. I wonder why it's just, it's kind of odd to me that they're not just doing it all over. at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're kind of releasing small tidbits at a time. Yeah. It is odd. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, is this just going to keep going this way or is it, are they, is it going to be like a climax of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, is there a build to something, yeah. or is this technically just new data? Yeah, that they. Oh, this is just found? a tease. Yeah, I think this is the one. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like it, you know, it could be a number of things, but the the speed and the kind of the initial analysis they seem to have done on it still. You know, wasn't explained. The th- that's the thing is when people are so critical of these videos to instantly say, "See that one's crazy." That's the gimbal one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. People are so critical to say, um, you know, that's just a weather balloon or whatever. Well, you have to understand that you've got some very, you would assume very smart people analyzing this video. It's their job to do so. And they're very, very precise. They would have known if it was a weather balloon. Yeah. They're not, you know, they would have known if it was a helium balloon. So they're after all of the stuff that you would have, I don't, who knows, but you theoretically would think that they're doing on it, the research of the video and everything analysis that they're like after all that we still don't yeah we still don't know um yeah which is very interesting yeah and and it's all corroborating you know there's more there's so many instances now of tic tacs like and and the fact that the pentagon's releasing you know whatever it was i think i think it was over four thousand pages or you know and I'm sure Jerry Mor- Jeremy Corbell has read every yes. page. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. Dork. <laughs> um, but the f- it just seems like it's becoming more and more talked about publicly. It's not just kooks anymore. Like yeah, it's Pentagon releasing. Yep. And like Navy or Air Force or whoever you know was in the jets mm-hmm. releasing video. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's acknowledged. It's not like. It's not check them into the insane asylum exactly. if they say they yeah. saw a UFO. Absolutely, it is uh, now like professionally recognized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think due to news networks like EOTNN. Yeah, there's got to be like I'm a Tic Tac inspector. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be like at some point here, 
you know, are they just going to keep releasing more and more of these, you know, documents and, um, I don't know, research that they've done on these things, or is there going to be a point where they say, okay, yeah, this is like actually real. And we, we have one of these and we're going to show you. And like, I don't know. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Like Mm -hmm. does just going back to my previous statement, is there going to be a climax? I just want it to happen in, in my lifetime. Like, I, think I that just want to know. know before wow. I go. Yeah. It would be crazy. Yeah. Um, and just to be alive at the time that that happened, <laughs> like out of all the people, it yeah. happened when we were alive to to, to recognize that, the thing, that, wow, that would be nuts. Yeah. The thing that I don't understand how it could happen, like we've talked about it a number of times on the podcast, but if these things work using gravity, they, they control their own like gravitational pulled. So there's no resistance for them. Right. How could they have crashed? Like if you can, if you can get, if you can go interstellar and go light years in blink of an eye, Mm -hmm. you've got that technology and the thing has its own gravity. How is it possible that it could crash? Mechanical failure. It ran out of gas. (laughs) Yeah, it ran out of gas, dude. No, I know what you're saying because it's like if they, if it was that high tech, you know, you think about cars these well, days. I mean, it's if like it, they if it, barely control its own gravity. As soon as it got close to a solid surface, wouldn't mm-hmm. it then like hover? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. it might have. It might something about the bluntness of it facing the Earth like that. How did that? How does that affect gravity? Lost I, I don't power. Know. Like, but I mean, the videos that they've shown of these things, like just radically Clouded, changing yeah. d- direction or going, you know. You, hear about them going straight into the ocean or whatever mm-hmm. if they can radically change the direction and there's assuming that there's life form on it there's no like you know they don't get killed by the g-force that it would create mm-hmm. it's creating its own gravity right it, it would seem that then as soon as it got close to a solid surface mm-hmm. its own gravity would pull it away you know yeah, kind of yeah like, there would be a recoil almost yeah yeah, yeah, you, yeah. That I, it is very interesting, and it, the only thing I could possibly think of is that maybe something with like how their system for creating its own gravity interact. Maybe that mineral or whatever they use yeah. that they think they use interacts with our Earth's magnetic field in some strange that, way. That's a good that, point because yeah. they've said that you know in a lab they can create it on Earth, but it only lasts a, yeah, a the number half-life. of seconds. The half life is like six seconds or something. Yeah, so it just immediately perishes into nothingness here on earth so So maybe that that's a good point they were just rolling tide just driving along (laughs) they got into earth just if one of them if one of them was sitting here right now he'd be like dudes that is not (laughs) what no (laughs) you you're way off yeah (laughs) you're way off nice try man the the only other thing that i can think too is like based on the news article that i that we all read that we shared i think on our chain um is that I mean, a lot of people are kind of looking at that, like at least the the military that, you know, obviously don't know what this is. They're looking at it like this could be another country that has some technology that we don't know about too. Because do you, if you recall, like, I mean, obviously we we weren't around, but when Sputnik went up, like Mm -hmm. that was like groundbreaking, like, holy Mm -hmm. crap for, you know, everybody here. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know on, at the end of the day, it could be just another country, but I mean, with some of the way these things move, it seems unlikely, mm-hmm. but you never know. I mean, it could be. Yeah, you never know. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's why it's so important to be 
productively skeptical, right? Like, so if yeah. you're a person and, and you're just like, oh, I, it can't be, that's just nothing, well, whatever, versus... I've got one for you. Yeah. I if you're in, Jeremy Corbell, like, there's a balance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got into a discussion with my coworker, Travis, if you listen to this. He doesn't believe we landed on the moon. Oh, Travis. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, Gen Z. No. <laughs> Damn it. Gen Z. Yeah. He, I, he's like, I, and this may be, a, we were both, we were texting late at night and had had some drinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, he sent me a, a, a Tic Tac video mm. about something about space and aliens or whatever because he knows about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I I sent a picture of the moon because I was sitting out at Merlin on the deck. And he's like, want to know something crazy? I don't believe we landed on the moon. Like, <laughs> Blasphemy! Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people out there that, that don't believe we have. And Goodness. a lot of people that think the Earth is flat, too. So. Yeah, that is true. Is there's, conventions. there's conventions for this. Yeah. Why? Why do I don't understand? Yeah. It's uh, we have he, other human beings that are so well respected and such good individuals that they were picked, handpicked to go do this. Yeah. How could you not trust their, you know, integrity their and yeah. their and their the truth that they speak? Absolutely. You know yeah. What I mean? they, everything is just every single word that comes out of their mouths is the truth. Yeah. yeah pretty much well I mean, I, yeah. in relation yeah and we're in relation this, to the, uh, apollo missions well the, well the and we've mentioned this before we, we're running out of the of those men they're yeah. uh, they're they're getting up there in age so they are and uh they need to be uh, held up in a certain regard because yeah. they have done what no other the human encouraging thing done. for me is that we know that there's a generation coming of people that will travel to the moon mars Yes. You know, yeah. it, it's, I feel like it's, it's within the next decade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen to where we can see it, uh, with our own eyes. And maybe that will change the tune for a lot of the, I'm, I'm sure it will. If, if people are watching, watching it live and they're still like, all right, well, I'm going to the flat earth convention. So <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I bought the tickets. You know? Yeah. Um, that is going to change the tune for a lot of folks. Yeah. Which is really cool. It, I, I didn't think about that till now. That's, yeah. Don't invest in the flat earth convention uh, no. industry. <laughs> no. Not quite yet. You no. can't you can't reason with those people. They're um, No, they're very difficult. They're special. Did you guys Oops. Did you guys see the um video from Mars that looks like a door or the photo? Yes. Yes, that's another news thing. Should yeah. we Do you want to grab our yeah, other let's, beer and we'll let's do, do a and a uh, do a little break. We'll tease that. It's a perfect teaser. Uh Thanks again, Ecliptic, for the first one. We're excited to try the second. And we'll be back in a minute after our Berg break. Presented by Underberg. This episode of Eclipse on Tap is brought to you by Endo Cafe. Endo Cafe is a CBD Velo Cafe based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, that brings you high-quality CBD products at an affordable price. Why Endo? Why Endo? Why Endo? I'll tell you right now. Endo has two meanings, but carries one vision. To deliver high-quality, transparent CBD products to their customers at affordable prices. Whether you're active and prone to overdoing the occasional Endo, or your body's endocannabinoid needs a boost, they have the right product for you. 
sourcing from CGMP FDA registered facilities, all extracts are closely tested for heavy metals, pesticides, residual solvents, and potency. For 15% off your first order of Endo's CBD line, visit www.endocafe.com and enter the code ECLIPSE15 at checkout. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap. We're eating some artichoke dip, Tostitos, and about to have a burger. I think we should call it the Berg intermission because we always do the Berg after the Berg intermission. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It is, is the because uh, yeah. we don't yeah, really we have that. the Berg break. Well, it is that a Berg is their, break. That is their marketing too. Official. Oh god! All right. Hashtag Berg break. Berg break. But then we do the Berg after the Berg break. Yes, just to show everyone what this experience is truly like. Yeah, exactly. Um, I already took my uh, paper off, but tear rice, off the rice, rice paper. paper. I did. Hey, <laughs> rice paper, rice beers tonight. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. It is right on. Fantastic. Now look at look at this. Oh yeah. Boom. Cheers. 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 Glass <laughs> bottle clink. Well, See, that <clears throat> while I was letting that percolate, Woo. I noticed that somebody did a terrible patch job on your ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did, too. Um, the ceiling of pipe I, I held this a. thing straight back. Straight back, like the hands on a clock. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it didn't, like, I forget when you do that, it just doesn't let anything out. You got to shake yeah. it. You got to no, kind of get gotta, it on like, the angle. You got to yeah. put it at a 45 degree it's like uh, yeah. glass bottles of ketchup, or you know, you get it at the right angle and it slides right out. We had a different style Berg experience up at Merlin this past weekend because I got those yes. Mike Iron Mike, our good friend, good friend, um, gave me these. I think they're brandy snifters. Yeah. Yep. But they're like a perfect Berg glass too because exactly. it's like this. It looks like like a tulip. It's a know? little tiny little small flute, almost or tulip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the, got a long. A long long stem, stem and then like this little shot glass at the end of it. They're very ornate. Little yeah. claws too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we all said it tasted different it taking it in it in like a full form rather than letting it percolate into your mouth. It oh, tasted yeah. a bit different. Yeah. I usually um, use a shot glass. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. It, it's a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And the uh, brandy snifter style is about the best thing you can get if you don't have their official glass like their official glass is very similar right where it's yeah. like a it's like little a tulip on top of a large stem. it's kind of theirs is kind of like a funnel mm-hmm. shape you know yeah a little bit more the brandy yeah. snifter has that yeah, tulip cool. curve which who knows maybe that made it different even in and of itself even from taking it in a shot glass so lots of different flavors what if they could uh, make us a like a wide mouth bottle <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like those. Uh, you Let see them in the gas like station. American. Like a five-hour energy, like <laughs> yeah. a, a bigger. I'll go. Those kind of percolate too, don't they? Yeah, it's pretty small. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of percolation going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cheers to Underberg. Always amazing. I'm I gonna, can't get over how awesome these glasses are, or that or the bottles that it comes in. Yes, like, it truly is amazing. It's, it's timeless. They're I, timeless. I made it one. Is. It's timeless, too. and yeah. it's like. I mean, they could go a lot cheaper route, but oh, yeah. it's all about the tradition, the the presentation. Yes. Yeah. You're talking a rice paper label with a coated, very high quality embossed sticker label yeah. that clearly is a not cheap sticker. 
Yeah. Uh, and then a glass bottle that is custom em- embroidered. <laughs> custom <laughs> embroidered. Custom, <laughs> custom pressed molded, with their yeah. custom molded. Yeah. And this, the ca- everything. Yeah, this everything isn't just a, a bottle off the street. You know what I mean? No. No. And it reminds me of uh, something. It, it just it's, it's timeless. You would see yeah. that it, it looks the same as it did in eighteen fifty whatever. Yeah, whenever they made it, uh, eighteen forty six. I wonder what the like factory is like that makes Underberg. Like that must be awesome. We I think we must visit. They uh, posted on their website, and I will. You'll have to correct me if no. I'm wrong, Underberg. But it's either like either just seven or nine people. I don't. I can't. Serious? I only know the the recipe. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's like it's less than ten, in the entire world. Only they only know how to how to make it. Wow. So I don't know if they have it. I'm sure they have an automated system. That these these it's like Willy Wonka's factory. You're yes. Once <laughs> you, you know the ticket. ingredients. Yeah, you can't. You can't leave. Yep, you cannot leave. You're There's part only of the one family way out. now. <laughs> So, no, but I know that their spot in Germany is very heritage-based. Like, it, their their little campus there, it looks like it, see, I would imagine, did in 1846. It's very mm-hmm. well-kept and historical-looking and super, super cool. Um, I got to do a little more research on them. There is almost like I mean, a, I, I enjoy the drink, but I don't know much about the company. About the backstory, yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah, very interesting. And The other thing I enjoy yeah. about it, not to interrupt mm-hmm. it looks really cool on our kit this year it looks amazing that's another yeah. thing that started in yeah. may yep. is yeah. Gratton. Gratton. although it's been rainy the last couple of times but yeah yeah it's looking yeah. good out those there kits it. have looked awesome we've, we've gotten compliments on the kit yes we yeah. have yeah yeah we've gotten not just from ourselves but mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from like each other <laughs> matt um, you look fantastic yeah. thank you david <laughs> dashing uh, but yeah, there's been some fairly widespread in terms of the local Michigan uh, cycling scene. I think positive feedback from our kit this year. It's uh, really cool and rewarding because we did spend a lot of time not only, you know, kind of trying to figure out how it was going to look, uh, but also, of course, working with our partners and yeah. to see to see them all very elegantly displayed yeah. it's yeah it's a classy we did timeless we did camp. a uh, kind of a family ride up to speciation too mm-hmm. show off the new uh goods to they, they look so good over there all yeah. mine were dirty oh yeah you oh, were you're right. just like rafa yeah. that day right? yeah but i mean i think it's speciation still got Some the idea or team players when you you and i have gone up there though with our kits yeah and they're always so excited to see mm-hmm. and yeah. um i know that speciation ails um is also very excited to be on our kit with Underberg yeah. because they are also yeah. big fans of the brand. I mean, yeah. it, like, it's it's got to be equally as thrilling for them to see their logo out, people wearing it, as it is for us just to have, like, you know, you've got the shirts on tonight and, um, and we race in the kit and we're known now as Team Eclipse on Tap. Yeah. Like, that's a cool thing for us now. It is. Because it... It's a, it's, you know, it's kind of a brand. Yes, and, absolutely. And, and cool people want to be affili- affiliated with it. Yeah. And it, it just is exciting because we feel like we may be hitting a stride in terms of getting people maybe to listen uh, to the podcast. Yeah. And, and we definitely have felt that locally. Like For there's sure. a lot of people that come up and maybe talk about the kit, but then also start listening or maybe they go out to the lake and look at their telescope or what yeah. something it, it inspires in some way and that's well, I, I get special. messages from people all the time now yeah like space news you mm-hmm. know 
UFOs yeah. and just various space news that's going on. I, a lot of people feeding. Yeah, me people stuff. are and yeah. people are so kind, you know, mm. uh, to do that because it does mean a lot. Even just the the few and far between. It's not not like it's crazy, but it, as yeah. far as people just coming up and saying that, it it does feel good. Team members seeing uh, Starlink. Maybe yes. we get that. Yeah. We get teammates. All sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah, we got everybody looking out. Yeah, we got a lot of eyes in yeah. the sky looking for this. Right. Got yeah. eyes in the sky. <laughs> Look, tic tacs. <laughs> Go on, eh? EOTNN. Yeah. We got correspondents all over, all yeah. over the place with their jackets and their badges. We actually thought about EOTNN for a while there. We could do that. We yeah. did. Yeah. That could be our on the fly when, when we are offsite, like in a different state, like when we record at the totality. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a case where we where we, we may we have to introduce EOTNN. We'll get some shirts made. And, and I still think we got to go with like the CNN type logo. Yes. Where it's like glow. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would be a really cool shirt, actually. Well, yeah. One of us is doing the camera and the mic. The other one's doing like the fake weather in the background. Yeah. So it's like we're in like a. You we'll know, definitely have fun with be it. be kind of fun. Definitely. We're in a poncho. It, it's going to happen. And uh, that would make for a very cool shirt. Well, speaking Limited of shirts, if, if you're a fan of the show, hit us up because we've got. We should next week, Soon? I'm guessing, have the, the new shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, A new colorway. Yeah, it'll be it'll be great. So, so yeah, that's going super well, and uh, we're excited to continue. Let's in, crack a in beer, Trent. Yeah, yeah, crack the Sorry. beer. I mean, to cut you off, but You're let's good. get a beer going. What do we got, David? Well, this is what we got. We got the Japanese style rice lager with jasmine. That's what we got right now. All right, jasmine. So this is also the 2022 Ecliptic Brewing Moon Room series, um, it, and it's an ode to all things lager. Lager beer. Uh, brewed with rice for a light body and dry finish, this pale lager is a crisp, as, is as crisp as it is delicate and finished with jasmine for a floral-infused essence. Japanese hmm. style rice lager with jasmine. It's also 4.8, just like the last one. All right. A yeah. little bit of a different can there. Both very space-themed. This one, I believe, is a different color, though, right? It's got a little pinkish uh, hue. We'll see. Oh, well, the logo's pinkish. We'll see what the beer is. Yeah, the beer is uh, almost identical. Yeah, very similar in color. But, uh, you know, interested to... I'm assuming it's going to be somewhat floral uh, with jasmine. I like that kind of finish. I do, too. You get that in a lot of, like, the the summer ales and Mm -hmm. the, like... um, Trying to think of the one that Harmony does that's got, like, a jasmine or, like... Uh, Lavender. Lavender, yeah. 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 Or even pepper in the rye, technically, yeah. like that type yeah. of kind peppercorn of peppercorn. Yeah, peppercorn. Base. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I like this one. Oh yeah, this yeah. is this is good. This is really the jasmine's good. a yeah. long finish. It's it hangs around in a very good way, and it hits a little bit brighter. Like yeah. when you first, I don't know, yeah. it just yeah, it's very tasty. I like yeah. this one a lot. It's very good. This this is one. I definitely could drink a few of on the beach. If you're thirsty, this is a go-to. Yeah. This is a quencher. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like um, eight or eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minus the electrolytes, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... Um, I, I like both of them. I, I do prefer this one, I think, more. I do too. But yeah. Yeah. And it was... Uh, yeah, the, the, the first... This one's a little cleaner. Special edition. Yeah. A little bit cleaner. A crisper. Cleaner finish. <clears throat> cleaner, cleaner crisper flavor. <laughs> A little bit crispier, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Crispy is a good thing. It is. To be it's crispy. It's a Gen, the, yeah. Zen, Gen, the Gen Z thing. It is a Gen Z thing. We got a Tic Tac. We're saying, <laughs> there's all sorts of Gen Z invading. But hey, you know what? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so back to some space news. We were talking at the f- end of the first half about some of the recent images from the Mars Curiosity rover, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was Curiosity. It wasn't. Yes. Yeah. And it looks kind of like a doorway. It it does. It's like a, it's, it's kind of like a shelved plateau that you, you're looking at. Like, you know, it looks, I, I don't know what the scale of anything is, but it, it looks to be about like seven feet taller. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, it's, you know, flat surface, then all of a sudden it drops seven feet and then more flat surface. But in that wall, there looks to be a, a like a doorway going into the wall or going into the, the lunar sur- or the Martian surface. Yeah. I don't know. I, how, how far away was this photo taken is my question. You know, um, it's like, yeah, yeah. It, it was discredited pretty yeah. quickly. It was like, yeah. it's, it's not a door. But, but it, it did. It was at, still at first glance. It did look like one. It looked like uh, something you'd see, like in a fiction, like in a sci-fi movie, like in a yeah. Star Wars movie on Tatooine or something. You know, like yeah. you're no atmosphere. We must live under the surface. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely uh, something that caught the eye, and makes you wonder. It, you know, yeah, it just didn't just for fit. a second. Just like, for a second. Yeah. The, the shape of it. It was very geometrical. It didn't fit. You know, with the rest, the surrounding area. Yeah, and that's exactly. what that's what like everybody was. You know, I'd like to see about. him go to uh, the uh, face on Mars mm-hmm. just to see what that's yeah. like too. You know, yeah. Well, they did a, a flight. Was that in May or was that April? And we missed it. But they did a flight with the helicopter that they've got oh, there. Ingenu- yeah. Ingenuity, I think. I think we talked about that. Did we? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, we did. Yeah, they covered but some ground with that. They did. Yeah, they've been doing some more testing with that. And and actually, I read an article about that team. It, it's a, a really young group of profe- you know space professionals that was involved in that team and their goal was to just like send it up with perseverance the new rover and just let it i don't actually i don't perseverance is really a, yeah, yeah it is a rover kind of going into the ground but sending that thing up once just to see if it works yeah and they've sent it up now like multiple times which is crazy uh and so they're just rolling with it that's like, awesome it 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 keeps working. So we're just going to keep doing stuff. And yeah. they never expected to do that, which is, I can't, I can imagine they're just having so much fun with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so much excitement. Definitely. The other thing that, um, I think I sent you guys the link to it was that, uh, I think it was Netflix documentary on Elon and the, the kind of the Genesis of SpaceX. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, was it back to flight or back to back? To, I don't know. Yeah, it's about the it's, return yeah. to U.S. space flight, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, back to the so future. It's, it's kind of a documentary about like Elon, kind of how he got his wealth selling his portion of PayPal, or so. I don't know if he was majority owner or whatever, but he had billions, <clears throat> and, or a few billion anyway, and started SpaceX, and then like you know they're they're going through their testing phases and and doing their first launches and. It basically got down to like, okay, this next launch is either going to work or it's not, and it didn't. And then Elon's like, "We're going ahead." So he like went above above and beyond the budget that he had. Mm-hmm. And then it was, you know, told the story of 
all the successful flights that they had and landing their boosters successfully and then um, their first manned flight. And yeah. it was it was a good documentary. Yeah, I have not yet delved into that, but it looks amazing. And the story is unbelievable almost, you know, just yeah. to... Like you, you, in the early stages, you see like it's, you know, 25 people maybe in a warehouse. Yeah. Like working for SpaceX and like they're interviewing these people as it goes along. And everybody's like, you know, we didn't honestly know if we had a, a chance at this. And, you know, it was a skin and bones operation, but Elon had the money and we just kind of all got in line behind him and... Yeah, one it, thing led to another, to another, to another, and all of a sudden they are like the premier spaceflight company. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Just wild to think uh, from where they started to where they where they went, and just all of the not only just efficiencies they've made to spaceflight with you know in the industry. Yeah, but also <clears throat> being the pioneers to first land a rocket back on the ground like no it's not like someone had done that i mean there may be even small tests or something but like on that on that scale was yeah insane that yeah. big um, of a booster i mean it, mm-hmm. yeah everybody. they went into that quite quite a bit on the documentary like mm-hmm. n- not necessarily with regard to spacex but to regard to like all of the junk that we would just throw away in yeah. the early launches like you know boosters fuel tanks like everything just just floated off yep. and and it was cost prohibitive for that reason because you had to build a whole nother rocket after or two rockets after a launch yep and you know fuel cell the, the cost savings in being able to reuse a rocket was huge as far as like now it's like every other week you hear about more starlings going up and yep. you yeah. know payload up to the uh, it space is station or, like yeah. it's, it's routine it is becoming as routine as you know, like you think back in the days when trains were first invented and suddenly now you could transport this piece of, you know, medicine or whatever across the country way faster. Yeah, and, and resources. Like yeah. you go, you know, to mining areas to be able mm-hmm. to get coal to other areas that don't have it. Right. So that it's was, becoming a huge A huge advancement. Step. And now we're living in a time where that rockets going up to the ISS and dropping off goods and then the rock, you know, the booster comes back down, all that sort of thing is becoming a very defined form of transportation really. Uh, and of goods and resources, people now, um, it is wildly impressive. Yeah. Their story. So they got into it a little bit on the documentary about just the age of the space station mm-hmm. and the need to kind of create a new one or, you know, based on the fact that I, what what's it's been around for like oh, like the original parts of it for probably twenty seventies, right? Yeah. Or no, or I, I, it's been over thirty years. Eight, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very much like back in those days when you know spa- uh, NASA was launching. Um, you know, they they had the Canada arm to build help build it, and yeah. it was in those days. Like, yeah. yeah. And, They've added to it. There's always been things that have been expanded on, you know, yeah, throughout the yeah. years. And but obviously modified yeah. technologies to upgraded, times, batteries to, are yeah. upgraded, all those kinds of things. But in general, it has the look of something that is starting to age, you know, as far yeah. as just the yeah. way that it's built, the way it was constructed just naturally. Old, like Russian parts and stuff like that, you know, yep. from Soyuz. 
yeah you just think about the technology of even how they've in in the 90s or the 80s or whatever uh how advancements have been made to like how you weld stuff together or like the I mean, types of you know it's yeah. crazy it's, yeah they need to upgrade the shitter exactly I mean, we we know yeah. this <laughs> we know yeah. this. the number one complaint of iss astronauts is yeah but just it, the inconvenience of <laughs> yeah how do you get uh how do you get the the install guy up there That's yeah my thing. exactly yeah. what do you do well i mean <laughs> i guess my point going back again is is look at how quickly they're putting up starlinks yeah like if you could deploy the next parts of whatever it is iss2 or whatever you know the next space station if you could deploy them that quickly you know what took however many years to build tens of years i mean to build the iss yeah in its current form for sure yeah if you could do that in two or three years now with with how quickly they can get rockets up and down i mean that would be absolutely i would i would think they would advance you know our 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 base and our technology and everything that much quicker okay so uh 1998 20th of november was the launch of the space station so that's yeah, 30, yeah. So coming up on 30 years ago, yep. 25 yeah. years ago. That's crazy. But 1998 is that, that long ago. Yeah. Doesn't you got nineties technology up there. Yeah. Nineties fasteners, nineties. Well, I mean, welds. think about like today we had some technical issues and that we were talking about the computer we use. Yeah. It's from 2016. Like, oh, this, this thing's, yeah. It's 2016, 2017. It's terrible. Yeah, you it feels, yeah. It feels I mean, new. Yeah, it's, but it's crazy how how quickly things change. Yeah, and and it's wild. To just the scale of time is always so skewed in in, in your head because you're thinking, okay, my computer's from 2016 or 2017. It, it, it's still new, but it's yeah. like no, it's coming up on 10 years old. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so, so then you yeah you apply that over the course of the space station and it's old. It's right. getting there. This is interesting. So um, NASA and its partners originally planned to decommission. After 15 years. Oh, oh. wow. Hmm. What do they do with the stuff that, like, yeah. all right, you got to go up and replace batteries. Do they just let the old battery float off, or do they bring it back? Hmm, that's a good question. I bet you they pitch it. Just you know, just toss it, let it I burn mean, up. Yeah, I mean, what are they... What's the point? You're littering, that's the point. Yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> Think about how much face litter, <laughs> how much it's floating up there. I mean, I don't want to sound like a Gen Z that leaves its, you know, yeah, McDonald's in the middle of the road. But it's, right, but think about how much crap is just floating around up there. Yeah. Around, in, I mean, that thing would, if even if it fell down to Earth, it would burn up. You would think, mm-hmm. but I doubt it. I bet you it would. I don't know. I guess I don't. I know would burn would up and definitely. It would definitely burn up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Last thing here is just NASA is, um, as of 2022, decided to extend the lifespan of the space station until 2031. Okay. Wow. So we got a little so, ways. Yeah. So they're going to be... I mean, like, the yeah. next one, I just, I want it to look like a UFO or something hovering. Yeah. Like something, uh, something... Yeah. It looks like a 1970s antenna now. Let's yeah. make it look like cool. Luxuri- luxurious. Yeah. Um, make like a big old you know disc or you know and you think like look at you know obviously we hold the rockets of that era uh even before of course 
you know, you're talking space shuttle and then even before that Saturn fives, uh, Mercury, all that sort of thing. Those, that era of rockets, um, will always hold a special place to everyone. But you look at how those look versus how a Falcon nine dragon capsule looks. And yeah. we've talked about that before. It's apply that advancement to a space station yeah, uh, to some degree. And it would be, I guess from, from maybe like space shuttle to uh dragon apply that well like starship looks like it's something out of a cartoon that i watched as a kid it is insane yeah, yeah. It, actually that's a good segue because starship has been blowing up with news i mean there um is yet another kind of a part two video uh lengthy very detailed interview video uh from everyday astronaut uh youtube where he goes back to Starbase, the, where they're building the starships. I love that it's called Starbase. <laughs> yeah. it, it just adds to that cartoon. On aspect. that topic, yeah. you can get really close. You can. Like, yeah. within a couple hundred yards of all of the... Yeah, it's just like fenced rockets. off. Rockets, yeah. Uh, and, and it's... Yeah, it's not like when you go to Cape Canaveral where there's... You're quite three a miles of, away. Exactly, yeah. You're close uh, down there. And so he tours it yet again through another sector and kind of gets an update... And they talked for a long time about the, I think they're calling them the chopsticks, right? The, yeah. the arms that's going to the catch fork the that, booster. Yeah. So the booster is coming down just like a Falcon 9 one would, but to increase the efficiency of just how it lands so that every time it's like perfectly set because the idea is that it would come back down and by the time it's refueled, there's a new Starship orbiter already attached and it can, you know, you're talking within a couple hours, like a flight almost. Yeah. So just to, to think of this thing reaching out, it's still, it's coming down with its booster on in some way, yeah. but it slows it down and then it, it just catches it. It's crazy. Like a baby. Yeah. And the, the only, the only place that that can happen is if it's landing on earth, obviously. Yeah. For now. For now. But yeah. Yeah. that would be, I think for... Yeah, I don't know what that would morally just just kind of launching people out. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the booster comes up, comes down, comes up, comes down. But the orbiter is they like start doing that with yeah. people, and it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> except Who's they, next? Except they leave you up there. Yeah, they just you get you, they send you off. So you get that ride, and you get to know that the booster is coming back down and getting caught. But you're in the orbiter that just <laughs> you're actually headed towards Jupiter. <laughs> so that Enjoy. would that'd be scary as shit. That would be cool. <laughs> Yeah. What if they did? I mean, how long does it take to get out there? I mean, you're talking Voyager has exited our solar system, right? So what if they? No. If you if you were like I, you'd die before you got out. I there. know, but that. What if you were just like, I don't know. You'd I'm, die before you even got to Mars or. No, I mean, if you were in a yeah, orbiter, I mean, just like shit, a vacuum capsule, just like just, what well, food though? To get to Mars, food. it takes seven months. Yeah. If there was That's a way. Crazy. To f- Mars in seven months. Wow. Yeah. That's that's and that's going twenty four thousand miles an hour. That's not that fast, really. But okay. For, sorry. Well, I'm <laughs> just I'm just saying, yeah. like when we start talking about like speed of light and everything. Right. But, but yeah, just the that's still idea. pretty fast. But like yeah. that's how spread or out just our solar system is. Wow. Seven months to get there at twenty four thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other piece of news is the black hole found at the center of the Milky Way insane news when i saw this i was like my mind was blowing because we recently in 2019 we saw the the first black hole image captured and that was 
that proved Einstein's theories correct. And it was the first time ever really that it was imaged. Yeah. Absolutely crazy discovery. But now they've found the one that it's our black hole. <laughs> it's, it's our black it's hole. Just this one's pulling ours. us in slowly. Just yeah, causing all sorts of And how things far to away happen. is it? Uh, I don't, I've got, I'd 40 have to billion it light years. It's, <laughs> it's at the, the core of, of course, the core of our Milky way. And it, it's just wild to me. Yeah. That it can be photo or yeah, essentially photographed. It looks just like the other one, oh, kind of yeah. just like a blurry, yeah, black hole type. It's not. It's there's no it's detail. Not that to impressive. It. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not in 4K, um, but it is so so mind blowing, and um, and then you just think you know back to when we were talking about James Webb Space Telescope with its ability already to capture such a wide spectrum of all yeah. that's out there and you start thinking about where we're at with the imaging of all this in this day and age continuing the th- topic of advancement it is truly mind-blowing mm-hmm. to yeah. the point where it's difficult to comprehend well yeah. you think about like we're seeing those types of images what if we focused in the solar system like how much more detail could we find out about the the outer planets or the, yeah. you know I don't know turn that, I'm excited to see turn that baby around point it at yeah, yeah. point it at Uranus <laughs> which is getting a probe <laughs> that's the other that's the final that is, piece of space yeah. news right Uranus that was, is getting a probe Uranus yeah. is getting a probe We're about to turn the camera around <laughs> false entry <laughs> the James Webb Space Telescope will the document the whole thing. <laughs> It will uh, document James, the false entry. James Webb is a uh, volunteer. <laughs> He's going to be videotaping the whole thing. Cameraman. The whole probing. <laughs> I think we talked about that one time. Like, what if there was, in order for, to make that telescope work, they still had to have someone out there to, like, take the picture? <laughs> it's just the guy named James Webb. <laughs> just out. <laughs> Snapping shots. Yeah. Like, they point, turn this you around, shoot. You're in it. <laughs> Yeah. James, turn around at Uranus. <laughs> oh, man. Just living life out there. But, yeah, so that was the ultimate decision, or one of many, of course, uh, as a part of the report that came out. A group of you know, interplanetary scientists uh, come out with a document, a doctrine of, in some way, uh, essentially uh, once a year, uh, called the Decadal. And they they ask for it to really be a way for them to represent their ideas to those that have money to support them. So it's like a, a grant scenario on a very, very large scale where you're taking, you're taking the grand scale of uh, them presenting their data and, and, and showing why it might be a good idea to start researching this, that, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Where is NASA going to point their funds maybe for the next 10 years? Yeah. And so uh, they get together and they, they come up with this report and they come to kind of some sort of general agreement. And it's kind of cool because you get to see what it is going to, what, what are we going to discover in the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years? Yeah. And um, a probe being sent <laughs> yeah. to Uranus. Yeah. I'm, I'm equally as excited for learning more about our solar system as I am learning more about our galaxy and then yes neighboring galaxies like i don't know i could i could take in that information daily like 
Yeah. Because it, I know it yeah. takes time. It's just, it's hard to wait. It is. Because it's, it's harder to wait because it is that much more tangible, right? Like it's, it's there uh, for us to go find. It's not something like way out in the distant galaxy while that is, of course, so encouraging to know because it helps us understand the, the history, yeah, the history of our solar system and all sorts of things. Knowing that we could go, you know, gather this or do this or send a person here within our lifetime, uh, you know, and in, in so close in re- in grand scheme, yeah. and is very very cool. with as much as we know about our planets now. I mean, a lot of it is just the physical science of the planets. Yeah, but there's still a ton we don't know. I mean, there's a ton we don't know about our own ocean, and we've mentioned that before. But it's like yeah you know just something that's within our i guess grasp like even like mars we're talking about it being seven months away Mm -hmm. uh travel time like it's just crazy to me that's that's the you know those are the closest things to us yeah um and then you think about everything else that's outside of that you know that's insane to me but and how little we know we truly know like this, as far as the fine details and everything, we we just know the basic things, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I think there's just a lot more that we can we can learn. But absolutely, it's going to be very fun to see. And I think, um, I guess, I'm excited for the collaborations that are yet to come because there's this momentum type effect when you have something like this. This decade will come out, and and it's it's just showing that there are dedicated individuals that have really positioned their entire career around something like Uranus, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're now getting, that must just be so exciting for them to, f- to feel that recognition and be like, our research lab is going to get yeah. the funding to go do something really cool. Um, we should, we should send uh, something up the space and then like, kind of like what you did, but then yeah. like, we'll take a picture of something and bring it back. You're like, yo, this is our photo. This is our telescope. This yeah. is our version of yeah. James. I wonder Webb. if we could yeah. do that, like with a GoPro or something. Yeah, we'd we'd need a telescope. Well, we no, I I just mean like yeah. it would be cool even just to see the darkness of space. Yeah, yeah, that's like when Chandler and I set that up. That's one of the most insane parts about that video is you get the sense that you're now outside of yeah the Earth. You know, you can see the curvature of the Earth. It feels like space, right? And then when the balloon pops, the camera goes, it kind of, cause the whole thing shakes kind of aggressively and the camera rolls up and you see the balloon kind of like flapping like a little bit, mm. but not, you know, it's, it's starting to like lose such, such a little thin bit. Air, yeah. yeah. It's such thin air. And, um, it's kind of flapping. You can see the sun in the background kind of like, it's a very cool shot cause it makes it feel like space. Yeah. It, it yeah. uh, cause it, it, it's very near space. Yeah. Um, that would be super fun. I would love to do that again. It, it's not easy with the, the. There's a lot of planning. Mostly not not with the resource. It's not Maybe cheap well, too either. It's not cheap. Yeah, but yeah. it's still you can do it for, you know. Well, Chandler and I did. I think it was like five hundred or six hundred bucks or something. We just saved for it and and just made it happen because it felt felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> um, no, but the resource allocation, at least pre-COVID, I don't, I don't even know what it would look like now. But to get the helium, to get the balloon, to get all that, that wasn't necessarily the hard part. I mean, financially, yeah, that's that's the 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 biggest chunk. 
but the planning of the weather was the by yeah. far the hardest part just trying to figure out like are we going to send this thing up and it, it will it land in western iowa yeah how terrible would this it would be a yeah. complete waste how of far our time away was it when it landed it went so we launched it from kalamazoo mm-hmm. uh that's where i was living at the time and it made it to three rivers michigan okay so that's about an hour i think it was like an hour maybe 45 minutes whatever a, a decent yeah. drive southwest of kalamazoo yeah so but that was we had planned it out that way based on the weather conditions there's like these there's a, a, a thing you can plug it in you say i want to do this date this time it's gonna have this much helium and like a calculator yeah mm-hmm. but, and it takes it takes into consideration the weather data which ironically enough is being provided by other weather balloons that are up there all the time um calculating wind speeds and whatnot and you just press go and john it, the balloon it, it draws did it draws you have to contact faa i sent a letter to the faa um and chandler and i signed it <laughs> <laughs> we felt we were like oh, we gotta sign this um i sent it just out of courtesy mm-hmm. because I, I didn't want to mess around yeah and the last thing i wanted was to be held responsible for yeah taking down taking a down a you know i needed to make sure that that wasn't going to be in the cards <laughs> yeah just to, uh, a jumbo jet yeah just like just <laughs> right in the engine a michael jordan jarring. action figure <laughs> like, <laughs> took t- took yeah. out an engine how bad well, would folks that be? uh we hit a uh michael jordan <laughs> action figure at uh carrying two a bottle ago. of jam we uh we lost all engine power carrying a bottle of jam yeah it would be it would be terrible so i looked into the rules and it's based on the weight of the payload so that's why when we built it, we had to, we built it out of like a fishing tackle box, like a little tiny one. I think it's actually for like holding, you know, minnows or something. Mm-hmm. And it's styrofoam and we cut holes in it to put the two GoPros in. And then we had to like shave. It was like a, it reminded me of like a Pinewood Derby project, mm-hmm. you know, like back in Boy Scouts. Like yeah. trying to How did save. you fix the cameras though? Other than the, the holes that you put in the styrofoam? Uh, we duct tape we did use a lot of duct tape yeah um it's actually the the craft is still in my garage chandler had it for a while but then he ultimately yeah. was like hey do, do you want this <laughs> like yeah I, I might pitch it <laughs> and i was like i'll take it i'll take it for a little while um and yeah a lot of duct tape and i think we screwed something maybe through not through the gopro but you know tapped into the tripod mount and yeah yeah it is a very uh, an insane project though and it would be it would be a lot of fun for us to do because when you find it it's like i mean i i've never experienced anything quite like that uh when we found it that day i mean it was it was really cool that'd be sweet to get one of those 360 cameras Mm -hmm. and do that yeah that was even that was in 2014 or 15 and from then till now even cameras yeah like you can get a decent 360 camera now for what you can you what you could get a gopro at that time yeah like they're becoming fairly easy well, to even, acquire even when we met uh seth and his son he had a little like cheapo little camera yeah. on the bottom of his that yeah that was light enough to some, go up with a rocket yeah. yeah he sent us some uh good footage of that that was cool yeah. and just to see where that stuff has come is exciting and the idea of i mean you could do things easier as well like we had to send up two one gopro on this side to get michael jordan and then one GoPro on this side to get the jam. Mm. You could just send it now where you almost maybe just dangle 
like a you have yeah. everything kind of dangling instead of coming out the sides so you have your your arms with your we use like little clear fishing wire uh, or fishing um what is it fishing line yeah mm-hmm. clear fishing line to to hold the, uh, kind of hoist it make it look like it was floating you could just hang the one 360 camera and yeah. call it good so you have the weight savings and it would be easier now like a little dingleberry yeah <laughs> hit it up in the sky you could use it as the handle too yeah yeah letting go of that thing was so scary though yeah because you have to like pretty much plan you obviously had to weigh the thing to be able to know how much helium to put in it yeah you know so that, that had to have been whew. it letting was that, letting go of that thing you're like hoping that thing goes up yeah yeah it's like could how the, quickly does it ascend fast yeah 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 it was goes, there some pull on the balloon oh when yeah you had it inflated yeah we had because it was me me and um chandler held it at the at the end we had our my good friend adam with us and he was helping us kind of produce it like take the video and stuff and so for the last second like he had been kind of holding it down and he he his arm was getting sore like while we were filling it, it takes a, quite a while to fill it like maybe half an hour oh and so we were getting stuff ready with the craft essentially like double checking in the cameras are the batteries good just all the things that you need yeah. to check and like is the gps on the little tracker we had in there um and we we really had to do that and there was no other way so to have adam there and he had his arm he was just kind of laying on it and he was yeah struggling at the end to to keep it down yeah so not in a way <laughs> like where he's gonna float off yeah. <laughs> i can't hold any longer <laughs> He's like at the end. He's up, holding up on. Up and away. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't quite that extreme, but he was uh, definitely getting tired. That would have been hell of a ride. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's like David Blaine did that. He went up with a bunch of balloons. Did he? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. yeah. He he just held on to a bunch of balloons and went up. He had like a special like brace that like so that he wasn't actually really having to hold it, hold it. But anyway, the. The coolest. I'm part, looking this up right yeah, now. Yeah, it's worth. It's definitely worth checking out. You just went up on a bunch of balloons, like Pennywise. Exactly. Um, the one interesting thing too with the weather balloon is it is such. It's a like a latex balloon almost, and it's a. I think it's a special type of material uh, that can expand to just insane. You know, you fill it up and it's quite big. It's like Made as big Trojan. as this table. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's as big as this table, but it gets he was way massive. Up. Yeah, oh yeah, he went like as high as a hot air balloon or higher, way higher, like maybe way higher. Look at how high he is. Yeah, that was uh, maybe a, I think that was during COVID. He was just like, "Fuck, just, it, I'm gonna." Go. Yeah, I think it was actually. I saw the uh, yeah. documentary about him planning that, and had he just popped the balloons to come back down then. Or like, uh, no, he took re- a big pin with released, him, and just yeah, one after he, another <laughs> popped him. He had a button that he could yeah, press, yeah. and then it, it shows him parachuting. It down. dropped him down. Yeah, but he he, in classic David Blaine fashion, had to really train for that because oh, the yeah. issue was he didn't have a uh, oxygen mask on. Oh so yeah, he, you know how he does the underwater stuff, and he does the like buried underground. Like he trains his he's body. Crazy. To, he's wild. Yeah, he is crazy. He trains his body to take on a breath that lasts, you know for minutes. a minute like yeah. like crazy like he trains with like deep sea divers to learn and, how to do it and his like underwater stunts he's like that for i don't know like w- way longer than a human you'd think could, is capable of so he trained his body in this case to resist going what is it called hypo not hypothermic but 
hypoxemic or something like when your oxygen levels and your blood drops yeah. under hypoxic or something. hypoxic yeah. yes yeah he he trained his body to just like not you know your body's sending signals like hey it's like shutting down you know you don't have yeah. enough oxygen and he trained his body to resist it well and to utilize the it's just the way it's like a breathing exercise like when yep. he was on rogan he was talking about it just how he had to train for it when he first tried you know holding his breath underwater it's nothing like he wasn't out of the no it was basically just like an any of us would be able to do you know like yeah a few minutes or something like that yeah. and then just the breathing technique of being able to really like hold in like the pure oxygen mm-hmm. that's what he i think he does it's yeah he does, and yeah then for he's sure. able to kind of like that's how he's able to hold it that long but it's yeah crazy. And he he actually there's a youtube video of him uh kind of like teaching people okay he had some people over to his house and it's people you know like one of them's an actor and one of them's a i don't know whatever like people in the public eye they come over for this video and they go in this pool that he has in his yard and he teaches them normal people just some you know soccer player or something and he teaches them the breathing technique and he starts them out to get a get a baseline of their ability and yeah it's like you know a minute and a half or whatever yeah and by the end, they're like four minutes, mm-hmm. like seven minutes. Wow. Some of them. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then he can do like half an hour, like yeah. just absurd amounts. Yeah. Wild. Craziness. Like, maybe he's an alien. Could be. I mean, they're amongst us. Yeah. Have you, ha- speaking of aliens, d- this just blew my mind because you're thinking like we talked about it is elon musk an alien is david Blaine? maybe they're all there's a um speaking of tic tac this will be a good way to to segue it out uh talking about social media um there is a guy that has gone viral on the tic tac platform the tic tac the tic tac um because he he's this it's a chinese guy and he looks just like elon musk (laughs) But he's oh, Chinese? Yeah. yeah. He's Chinese. So he's like, he looks like a, an Asian him. Elon Musk. But he, it's, it's weird. It looks like, like CGI or something. It's so uncanny that it doesn't look real. And huh. you're like, <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's odd. David's pulling it up. Um, and when he taught, like the, the way he, his mannerisms are. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. Can I see? Uh, yeah, it's it's that's, crazy. That's nutty. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. That is that's actually kind of creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy. And he, you know, he's he's it's Chinese. An alien life form. He doesn't speak very right good now. English on his uh, on his TikTok videos, but he's built this like following because it's kind of funny, right? Like how similar he looks, and like he recently you know bought a Tesla, <laughs> <laughs> so he's like taking pictures with the Tesla and stuff, and yeah, it's. You're like, well, is that? That is crazy. Yeah. What's that? That's one? a little odd. That's almost too. <laughs> they're <laughs> aliens. Almost, almost yeah. too good to be true. Um. Yeah, it is. It is wild. And his mannerisms are similar too. The way he uh, moves. Yeah. When he talks and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of the same. But but also so different, right? Because the, the guy is Chinese, so it's like yeah, so yeah. weird. You're like looking at this guy that looks just like Elon, and he's speaking in Chinese. You're like, yeah, this yeah. is so weird. <laughs> very very odd. If I was Elon, I'd be a little creeped out. Mm-hmm. Unless you knew, or maybe that guy. <laughs> Have you ever out met a doppelganger of yourself? 
there, there, actually, Julia and I were at Brewery Vivant once, and there was, you know, normally Julia might say she has a much better eye for being like, oh, this person looks like this actress or this actor yeah. or this person. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I, I think it does, and then sh- I'll tell her, and she like, she's like, no, like I just yeah. have a bad eye for it. But she. <laughs> she was uh we were at the bar and she turned and and was like that guy looks exactly like you and i was like when someone says that you're gonna say it naturally be like no and then i was like that's weird yeah yeah he didn't have glasses but he had a mustache and i had my mustache at the time and i was like this is kind of weird yeah but uh, yeah it's It's strange i had i met one didn't meet one but when i was working at starbucks I was I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't by the drive-through, and mm. there was like, you know, the people I w- was working with were like, Nathan, you got to come over here right now. This guy looks just like you, and I like came around the corner and looked at him. And was like, Oh my god, you do look <laughs> like me. <laughs> Had the realization where you're like, you actually do. This isn't just like someone trying to make a, p- a parallel, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're out there, man. They're out there. The doppelgangers. Yeah. In a different universe. Yeah. That's the multiverse seeping yeah. through. There's a little tear yeah. in That's the, the in other the, yeah. paper version of you. Yeah. And it, it, it has its own life. It did. Yeah. That person does its own thing. It, it is really weird when, when you, you come across that. Yeah. Um, wild. But anyway, following up on the social media. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok now at Eclipse TikTok. TikTok. At Eclipse on Tap. And then, um, you know, send us an email if you wish, eclipseontap at gmail.com. And last but not least, text, text us. us. Uh, text us. <laughs> yeah. Send us a text at 1 yeah. no. <laughs> Actually, you could do that now. I, no, I mean, I, we were talking about it earlier. People have been sending me stuff left. Yeah. Yeah. If you have our number, shoot, the, us some, all, shoot us some news. All the yeah. time. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we, we should get a 1 800, like, so people can call in. 1 800 Tic Tac. There's yeah. a podcast I listen to where now, like, for fun. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's Texas like a thing you yeah we should do that have somebody and it's not that, in any way connected to your phone no. it's just yeah. like it, they probably send it to something on oh, you know, we, their we, web storage we, we have a caller how funny would that be brian like, is on the line brian <laughs> <laughs> and you hook it in or people can leave you voicemails yeah. and then you you can go through them on yeah. the podcast the next week we should look into it for sure but ask, anyway ask a question we'll we'll answer it on the podcast we'll answer it to we'll the play your audio. ability we'll play your audio live um, I don't know what the details are, but we'll 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 check that out. Maybe for the next next episode fifty five. You know what else would be great for episode fifty five? Yes, Planet of the Month. Oh yeah, that would be. Oh, I I forgot. I forgot. Too. You, you clearly didn't. I but, didn't. But the biggest issue is. <laughs> Is that we keep forgetting? Uh, we keep I keep forgetting. forgetting. No, it's, Didn't it's we agree issue. last episode? Like, if you forgot again, it we would, it would rock paper scissors. We would. Yeah. We, did, we, we should probably agree. just do that. Yeah. Okay. I, I Let's keep do forgetting. it. Let's do it right now. All right. Well, what if right. I win again? <laughs> no, it's, it's just, just Matt and I. Just oh. between. And then, we're, we're and the then if us. I keep forgetting, then it just be, or vice versa. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go one, two, three. Then show what you're doing. Yes. Okay. All right. Ready? Rock paper scissors. Wait, you just said one, two, three, and then. All right, all right, we'll do it again. You have to say shoot. Yeah, no, I'll say it. You'll say shoot. Yeah. All right, okay. we go on one, two, three, boom. Okay. All right. Rock, one, paper, two, scissors, three. shoot. Nathan. Nathan. I got. I did scissors. You got rock. So it's you. Are we doing best out of three, or are we just? I get it. We can do best out of three. I'm just asking. I. You're I'll more than it. welcome to have I, it. I got it. Yeah. I got Nathan, it. You got this. You got it. 
Um, we'll have Planet of the Month presented by Nathan on the next episode 55. <laughs> five episodes later. Yeah. We'll have it. Only three. It's only uh, been three. It's been th- yeah. Uh, five. No. 52 been, is when we 52? talked about it. Yeah. No, when we had speciation. Okay. No, it was the before that. It was 51. It's four. So okay. it'll be it'll have been four. Can't wait for the first segment of Planet of the Month. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll it be was, good. It was a good. It sounds like a good idea. So you know, we'll try it out. We will. You came um, up with it, and then I you did. didn't. You were the first to have it, and you well, failed. Well, um, you know, just been a lot of stuff going on. I forgot. So it's all, sorry. It's all good. All good. Forgot four months in a row. <laughs> we will have a Planet of the Month among many other things, of course, for next episode 55 and uh, last but not least of course the podcast follow us on apple or spotify wherever stitcher all the podcast places we're there and if you like what we're doing give us a shout out or a like pinterest a review <laughs> next thing you know we're on tumblr <laughs> swipe right got some, for got some, good, got some good pub ideas on pinterest uh, <laughs> telescope ideas space ideas so check we're us out every social media platform we're on it but uh, no big cheers. Uh, thanks, you, thanks again to Ecliptic Brewing for sending us the rice style lagers. Very interesting and super enjoyable. We will take those again. Those Absolutely. Are good. The Jasmine one in particular was yeah. a phenomenal mm. beer. So good. Very good. So cheers to them and uh, cheers to you all. Episode cheers. 54. Cheers.